0: Damn it. Hello. Welcome. It's great to be back. It's great to be alive. Kevin, thank you for joining me today. How are you, my dear friend? Hello. I am good. How's Chicago? It's, it's kind of shitty over here in Auburn. It's, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's still pretty fucking cold. Yeah, like it it snowed like 10 inches <laughs> in the town next to me and then 18 inches in a bubble inside that town. And it's it was 60 degrees two days ago. And it's going to be more snow tomorrow. And it's like April 20th. Like, what the...
1: 420. Nature,
0: nature, baby. Yeah, man. Nature's stoned right now, man.
1: Uh, we, it's going to be we... up in the 60s for us tomorrow. It's just, yeah, it's all over the place. Whatever.
0: Hey, I mean... End times, I, you know... I, I'm, I'm, not a a little, uh... <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I'm not a political pundit either. No fake news here. Okay. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, you know what? I it's it, it, speaking of politics and weather that that drives me up a wall. That feeling that it gives you when you're uneasy, when you don't you don't like what's going on, you kind of want to run out of the room. What would you call that feeling? I'm looking uh, for an A. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. Put you on the spot. Give me an A word that makes you skin crawl that you want to jump out of a window sometimes. What is that word? Adderall. Yes. God, it fucking works. No, I'm thinking more of anxiety. Um, Um, And, and what, what anxiety is to me, I realized in my adulthood, isn't the same for everyone else. In fact, could you, could you tell me, in your own words, if you knew nothing about mental health or and your only knowledge came from TV shows and film, what, can you describe anxiety in a couple sentences to me?
1: What's the premise here? If my knowledge only came from TV and film? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean.
0: How's, how's, how is how's anxiety depicted to us by, let's say, the media?
1: It's. I think it's usually depicted as like, sort of a like a constant pressing fear, you know, as opposed to just like a a quick kind of panic about something.
0: I I always picture like, um, a slasher film, uh, the the, the main girl trying to get away. Like she's always in a constant state of anxiety. Yeah. You know, I I I, I guess that could be. Because she a couple other things too, but like, you know, in, in anxiety has so many different shapes and forms, but it, it only really gets portrayed one way, which is the visual ways, the ways that your body language shows that it's happening, which is only like 25% of the picture. Me, myself, I have experienced multiple different symptoms that are, that can be uh, connected to anxiety. And I kind of just wanted to go over a couple of them with, with you and, uh, and, and just see see, see if, how, how it makes you feel and if I'm not insane. So going through some reading I found, um, it was generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, uh, panic disorder, uh, phobias, uh, PTSD with post-traumatic stress disorder. Obsessive- obsessive-compulsive disorder. These are um, the main types of anxieties that are usually uh, what uh, a, a doctor diagnoses you as. Yeah. So, a generalized anxiety disorder uh, can be uh, summed down to uh, individuals that find it difficult with to control their anxiety, worrying about a number of things, commonly experienced, excessive worrying. Uh, Sufferers tend to worry over topics such as money, family, work, health, and other issues. Now, that can come in the form of restlessness, being on edge, easily fatigued, difficulty concentrating or going blank, irritable, sleep disturbance, and muscle tension. Now, looking over all of those, that that seems, yes, I personally have experienced, you know, the restlessness being on edge, you know, you're sitting there, not able to sleep, your, your mind's racing. Even if you do sleep, you wake up, you're constantly tired, irritable, very short tempered difficulty concentrating. Uh, There are some times where I've I've tried to play a video game to distract myself and (laughs) the game is going, the game is playing. I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what just happened in the story or why it even says game over. Um, Muscle tension too. Uh, like Grinding teeth. Grinding teeth at at, at night. Um, I have woken up with jaw pain before and completely unaware where that came from until I was told by an ex-partner of mine that I sometimes grind my teeth at night, which hearing that without knowing that it's coming from you is terrifying. I do what? Huh? That's me at night. Am I awake? Can you wake me? Can you stop me? It's like, it's again, it it, it actually makes more anxiety <laughs> happen. <laughs> well, I want to talk about uh, some of the more uncommon uh, types of anxiety that uh i i I don't think are 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 known so let me bring them up so the first one i have here is chest pain now i think commonly in 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 film and media uh when panic attacks are shown on on tv it's always mistaken as a heart attack or the character's thinking he has a heart attack Mm. Uh, why why would you think your your chest would hurt if if you're having anxiety
1: uh well i i happen i know from personal experience that uh it can be um, heartburn
0: like that yeah like in uh in that burning in the back of your mouth and then even from within yeah
1: right uh, acid reflux i started getting i started getting acid reflux a few years ago like really just sort of out of nowhere. Um, And it was associated for me with like crazy, crazy increased anxiety and like panic attacks. And it scared the shit out of me because I never had acid reflux before. I had never had heartburn. And so to all of a sudden, my late 20s experienced this burning, this like, tight aching burning feeling in my chest was really really fucking scary because your chest is where your heart and lungs are you know so it it freaks you out you know makes you think like you're gonna die
0: that something is happening yeah which i yeah it it, it increases your anxiety even a little bit more i didn't even think about that honestly i mean now that you said it uh, because now it's like a light bulb just went off in my head like I also suffer from um uh acid reflux. Uh and I it's so it's so easy for me to like blame the food I had or if I had a beer that day. But my acid reflux can be so bad in the morning sometimes. I have been known to uh vomit actually. Waking up with with so much attention you know, I, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to. I don't want to start this day, where my only relief comes from throwing up, and that can be tied to acid reflux. That's I didn't even think about that, man. As I'm eating tums right now. Shit. The next uh, when I, I I see here, and I'm I'm less familiar with 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 this one. Um, I, I have experienced it, I think more due to like, uh, like fight or flight, which again, I yeah, fight or flight is basically anxiety. So what, what anxiety is it's, it, we have developed, you know, this trait over evolutionary times, uh, as humans, anxiety helps is, is a way for your body to tell you, your mind to tell you, your body that, hey, something's not right. You got to protect yourself. That's what anxiety comes from. It's, it's the way for you to communicate to yourself that something's not correct. So anxiety can, and all humans experience anxiety throughout multiple times in their lives. No one is anxiety free. Uh, it's and I think I already said it. It's usually money and family shit, uh, partners. So, but if someone is, is stressed too much or uh, goes through a certain amount of trauma, that anxiety can, it, it rewires your brain. Uh, in fact, I, I, sh- I even do the update yet. Uh, so I, I personally started uh, speaking to a therapist. I started going through BetterHelp. And no, I'm not getting paid to promote BetterHelp but i finally and it actually it was actually you have helped encourage me a little bit uh to to talk to to somebody so i, I took the steps i, I took the anxiety nervous ridden steps and uh i started talking uh to a licensed therapist and i'm i'm hoping i'm just going to give it all i can and just hope no I, I don't have any expectations right now i don't think it's going to i'm just going to keep it on a easy plane of existence and just do whatever they suggest and see how i feel in a couple months but uh fuck that's what I yeah wanna, just
1: quickly say that's amazing uh i am seriously thrilled that you're that you're doing that
0: it's um, it's it's you know it's it's still kind of weird because like i can't tell my parents you know like And that's, I think, why I'm going to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't, I I tell my, I tell my brothers and it's, it's, and I I hope they don't listen to this and hate me, but (laughs) I I tell my brothers and they're, they're kind of like, oh, all right. (laughs) They don't know what, they don't know how to make it. They don't know how to take it. And that's my family. That's my family in a nutshell, you know? All right. (laughs) And if I told my parents, they blame themselves and or, or make me feel guilty for <laughs> the way they raised me, and that's why I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it, if you go through too much stress um, in in your life or an event happens, your your brain gets rewired to go to fight or flight, which is a survival mechanism that all of us have wired into us, except I think psychopaths. And it's, 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 it's basically unregulated There's no way you there's no way you, your body can control it. So you feel like you're out of control uh, sometimes. So that explains anxiety. Going back to a couple of symptoms that I think are lesser known, uh, ringing in the ears. Have you ever experienced that? Like not just going to a concert and coming out and your ears are raining or someone shouted at you, but you ever had like a moment like in a grocery store, for example, where you're around a whole bunch of people? I mean, social I mean, it's more me, but you know what I mean? Like have you ever had raining in your ears?
1: Yeah, uh again, I um I, I mainly remember that happening through like with uh panic attacks. Um but yeah i can i can remember it happening and just been weird um well so i i i suffer from what what i call dissociative moments pretty often which is which is a type of i think like anxiety experience um and uh def- yeah ringing in the ears i get definitely associated with that as well uh, this kind of i get this feeling like uh like uh, everything feels all of a sudden like like uh like like I'm in a dream uh or that nothing's real
0: does something uh, start this for you, or is it like is it is it like how's it how's this come on
1: No, they're usually pretty random as far as I can tell, yeah, uh uh I think overstimulation can do it, or understimulation, uh, like one or the other, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, yep. like like you said, grocery store. Like that's a good example. Like if I'm feeling overstimulated in public, uh especially somewhere where there's fluorescent <laughs> lighting and a lot yeah, of fucking uh, bad mu-
0: bad music. Playing.
1: Uh, just a lot, just a lot of labels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll start. It'll I'll get heavy dissociative episodes. Um, and yeah, ringing in the ears. Yeah, I get. I I feel like I I feel like I I um would guess that that has something to do with like blood rushing blood so that, yeah i
0: i almost 100% positive it's got to be blood pressure right i mean yeah. there's there's no little guy in your ear with violin screeching the highest <laughs> note which if that is happening kind of cool and that should be a pixar oh, movie. that should be a pixar movie right there man
1: i was talking to the little guy yeah like, if, <laughs> like...
0: the little, <laughs> little little anxiety guy in your ear <laughs> playing a violin the world smells violin <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah, over the years, I mean, I, that has it has definitely happened to me. It's always for my from the memory I, I have right now. Um, social social environments. Uh, I don't think that ever really happens to me by myself. Or I think it's always when I'm with somebody or in the middle of something with somebody. When, yeah, I th- I think it, it comes with that feeling of faint too a little bit. So I think it, it has to be like a, a blood. Your blood pressure is dropping or your heart's picking up way too fast. It's something to do with that. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, um, this next one. So I have a funny story to go with this one. Hives and skin rashes. So in research in this field, uh oh, sorry, uh psychodermatology. <laughs> focuses on the interaction between your mind and your skin research in this field shows a link between anxiety disorders and skin symptoms like chronic itching and hives. This might create another cycle in which stress and anxiety worsens the itching and vice versa. Now I have on me scabs from itchy spots, uh, and they're always in the same places. So this is where the story kind of picks in. So this has been happening to me for most of my adult life. Um, I remember going to the doctor with my mother and when I was a like, real young, like, not I guess not two, maybe 12, <clears throat> the doctor's like, Oh, it's your laundry detergent. I uh, use unscented, die free, whatever. And yeah, I never did anything. And the doctor just stopped. We just stopped doing the doctor after that one visit. So I guess it was a one in one shot. You failed. We're not doing it again. And that was it, you know? So the rest of my, so I, I, I continued on with the, with these itchy spells. And the only time it ever stopped is when I was in the midst of a major heroin addiction, which in 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 it turned into me itching my nose, which was a symptom of the amount of opiates in my system. So I I always tied that together. Well, it's been many 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 moons since I've uh, done heroin, but I still get these itchy spots, uh, usually on my feet, on my forearms, on my hands. Uh, on my legs, so I was reading one day. I was reading uh, about sugar, and you know, I, I I go to these these monthly episodes where I'm like, "Fuck, I can't do sugar anymore. I can't do it. It never works." I, I I'm sure I have sugar right next to me somewhere, but I I was reading that if you if it if, if you eat too much sugar, it's a it, it could be you can, you can get a skin reaction. It's also linked to pre so I read that one night after smoking a bowl. And dude, I started freaking. I almost passed out. I lost feeling on my feet. My hands were sweaty. I called, I, I I texted my brother, Jake. I'm like, Jake, I think I have diabetes. <laughs> he called me. He was like, I don't think you have diabetes. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I have I, I have freshes. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go see a, an actual physical doctor um when my health insurance kicks in. So uh yay to that. So I mean, knock on wood right now. I, I don't think I have diabetes. But uh I do notice uh the hives and, and itchy rashes with me. Um they are more persistent when I am going through one of those episodes. Uh especially like I, I, I mentioned to you uh uh off air, uh my my drive to work uh some days was so crippling. Where I'm like in tears trying to trying to trying to drown out any thought I have, you know trying to do anything you know and and my knees are itchy and my my forearms are itchy, and my, my legs are itchy, and I'm, I'm itching, and it's just like I never associated the itchiness though with the anxiety, but looking reading this and looking back on it 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 seems like abundantly clear that it 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 has to be this. I'm not saying it is. I'm not going to diagnose myself, but I really fucking hope it is in place of the a diabetes. So, I, I have you ever experienced skin rashes?
1: First of all, I don't think those are your only two options. I just want to put that out. Oh on there.
0: no, yeah. No, there's a whole bunch of allergies. It the list it, the list goes yeah, the list goes on. Um everyone uh WebMD, it, it's, a, it it's a long sense, list.
1: <laughs> but uh I've 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 known you almost thirty years now I think and uh, you've always been an anxious person and yeah you've always been itchy I've like that's just that's I've always known that about you, uh, <laughs> you used to you used to rub your face yeah I often, know I know like, <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for it <laughs>
0: um I'm itching my leg right now dude <laughs> <laughs> so, like it makes
1: perfect sense to me that yeah that 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 would. Was- uh, and every, and most people, I've known a lot of people in my life with severe anxiety disorders and yeah, hives and, and itchy, just itchy, itchy spells. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, I personally don't get that too much. Knock on wood. That's I'm lucky in that sense. Uh, I guess I don't have that type of, that level of anxiety. Um,
0: so I, I, I'm reading here too. It can be it, your body releases, um, histamines. Yeah. Or hist- histamines Histamine uh, has, has, so has a, so. has a stress response. Yep. Which, yeah. Which.
1: Yeah. Your body, because your body thinks, Oh shit, something's wrong. I need to fight this off. Yeah. Like like it would, uh, any kind of toxin.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm just, that's a, that's a, it's like, again, it's a light bulb in my head. It's so fucking cool. So I'm going to correlate them, but I'm not going to can make it a thing. I'm not going to, I'm going to let it go tonight. I'm going to let it go. This next one, though, had me laughing for a bit, except when it does happen. Persistent hiccups. (laughs) Hiccups or involuntary spasms of the diaphragm are usually understood as a digestive symptom, but they can also be caused or intensified by mental or emotional stress. According to a small case study, children and adolescents could also develop hiccups as a symptom of psychological distress. I have definitely experienced persistent hiccups that come out of fucking nowhere and they are they the, you know, cause when I, when, you, when I get hiccups from eating too much or too fast or drinking too fast, or even like drinking alcohol and getting hiccups, I can always get rid of them. I can always like hold my breath, drink a glass of water, you know, yell Pikachu while I'm looking at a light. I can always, that sneezes or whatever. I can always, get rid of the hiccups except when they appear randomly like throughout the day and then i have a single hiccup that keeps coming back and it's like it's it's not even like you know like a, a consistent time it's just like a random random intervals in between each hiccup which in fact i will actually next time it happens i'm going to write down the the time difference in between each one and see if it's like a mathematical equation or like some kind of if, been to. Yeah, if tool is speaking to me through my hiccups through your diaphragm. In like it were if if it makes a map, oh, a treasure map. I should, I should call it a cage. <laughs> it's the cipher. <laughs> your hiccups are a cipher. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, have you ever experienced hiccups? Uh, oh. A persistent sorry, persistent hiccups due to stress are you human
1: (laughs) uh yeah not a lot more when i was younger um not so much in my adulthood um i have found though that when i do get hiccups and i really hate having them i find them very annoying like unpleasant like they bother me um Kind of made me anxious a little bit, you know what I mean? Just having them. Yes. Um, and so, but I have found my trick for getting rid of them. It's not even a trick. Because there's all the, there's like a, a hundred fucking tricks people have come up with over the years, and it's really weird, some of them. Uh I found for me, all I have to do is just like try to z- like do do like try to like zen myself out and do deep intentional breathing hmm and it always cures them like because it, it, it makes sense to me because you know a hiccup is your diaphragm stasming um so it you it seems intuitive to me that the way you would cure them is to just calm try try to calm the fuck down you know like your body um so if i do have them and they're annoying and i, I want them to go away i'll just intentionally close my eyes and try to get into a meditative state and just focus on deep breathing, you know, in through the nose, out through the mouth, real slow and, uh,
0: usually works. Yeah. I, I totally see that happening. Uh, I would do the, the exact opposite. Usually I I would hold my breath, which increases anxiety tenfold and, then when the hiccup comes back, you're twice as angry. <laughs> you hold your breath. You almost pass out and you you, you take that breath back in and it, it comes right back and you punch a fucking wall, deep breathing. Um, I, I have done a lot of deep breathing exercises in the past year, especially when I am feeling stressed. Uh, it's remarkable how simply breathing can, can alter your state uh, and, and, and your awareness. It's yeah, it, dude, it's, it's incredible that we have this, we have this ability. I don't know why I haven't put those two together. That it just, duh, you control your breathing. Be purposeful breathing, deep belly breathing. Yeah, that's, I don't know, I'm, hold on, I'm reading this one a bit. It's not fucking whatever shit.
1: Is this uh, ASMR?
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. This is the uh, the ASMR part of it. Um, (laughs) All right, so I think you just mentioned this uh, a second ago. Uh, The next one on this list, and I I think this is probably the least that I'm familiar with uh, in a sober state, at least. Uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, Disassociation. Disassociation is a defensive reaction to trauma or stress where you sense or I where you sense an identity memory or a consciousness is is altered where you, your sense of identity memory or consciousness is altered the most common forms of disassociation are depersonalization depersonalization a sense of detachment or disconnect from yourself and derealization a sense of disconnection from your surroundings or reality although these symptoms may not indicate a dissociative disorder, they also influence by anxiety or stress as a part of your fight or flight or freeze response. So I I actually just heard this from my uh, my therapist that uh I most likely depersonalize myself. Um I I go I go through that um especially when I lose so I guess I'm gonna you know counter what I said five five seconds ago Uh, especially when I lose interest in the things I'm I'm currently doing my hobbies and or i you know one moment i i'm excited to go to work and then for the next month i i completely hate it and then go back to liking it again so dissociation what what was your what's your experience with that
1: yeah i i'm more um i i definitely do more of the derealization <laughs> for sure um so, you know, we, so, so we, we, we can talk about the, the two, I guess, because yeah. Um,
0: yeah. derealization realization uh, a sense of disconnection. Let's, let's, what's that like for you?
1: <clears throat> it's hard to describe. It's, it's this kind of just overwhelming feeling that, that, that it, it of, of, Feeling absurd. It's a feeling of weirdness and absurdness in reality. Like it's almost like a liminal feeling. Have you heard? Did we ever talk about liminal spaces? Of course. I,
0: I am. I am well. Well. Acknowledged in liminal spaces. In fact, I'll send you a couple of pictures I have <laughs> that I took uh, <laughs> after this.
1: <laughs> so it's not. It's it's sort of like that 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 feeling that liminal spaces give you, right? Where it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's uneasy. It's like, is this for real? wrongness? It, um,
0: this this can't be real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did someone <exactly>. build this?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this can't be real. Like,
0: see, I've I've seen you on that. I've seen that happen to you after smoking weed. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's my, but again, I, that's more of a psychoactive effect. Uh, and, but the, you're, you're going through an, an anxiety episode while high on, on THC, which you know, de- derealization is the symptom that you, that you feel. So I, I've noticed that I've seen that happen to you uh, a couple of times, actually, I think.
1: Yeah. It's happened more outside, just without any, without any influences, it's, it's happened a lot more since like my, my mid to late twenties, um, starting around age like 27, 28, uh, it started happening a lot more just kind of randomly. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, and it used to, and it used to freak me out because it it, it it oh fuck yeah <laughs> fuck yeah dude <laughs> it's interesting because it, it didn't it usually wasn't i i if my memory serves like it used to not be associated with anxiety like it's not i wouldn't it's not like i would be having an anxiety spell and then be disso- and then start dissociating
0: yeah like it would you'd you just I would start randomly diso-
1: associating yeah. and then that would make me feel anxious um so, I don't know if it's something to do with getting older or whatever, but. Uh,
0: well, I, I, I do.
1: Th- much
0: anymore, but yeah. No, I, I, I do think it, getting older is definitely the case. Uh, the, the older we get, um, the more experience we, we, we have gained, the more knowledge we get, the more tragedy and love and hate and every feeling that we have in our, in our, in our mind. I can totally see over time. Uh, and I, I see it in in the elder folks <clears throat> uh, a lot too. Uh, people that you know have been bottling their emotions for for many, 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 many years, kind of start to devolve into more angry and remarkably angry people. Um, so I was diagnosed with with PTSD, and. I like to, I like to go with the direction of complex PTSD, which is, uh, stress trauma over a long period of time. Uh, it's not technically a diagnosis yet, but hopefully it will be soon. So mine has gotten worse over the years, especially not working on it or or acting on it. Um, especially the past couple of years. So I, I totally think age does have a lot to do with it. Cause I know a lot of mental health um, disorders, usually the, the onsets come on in like a uh, late or early teen, late teens. Uh, I, know, I know schizophrenia usually comes in. Um, if you have it, you're going to know by age 20, uh, I think 90% of the time. So it could be a mixture of both, uh, but Totally. Tell
1: me, about, um, tell me about depersonalization. Like, what does that feel like? Because I, I don't I think I'm as familiar with that one.
0: So for me, for my experience, it's, it's just losing that, that little bit of motivation of doing the things that you like to do or feeling like you are yourself. Uh, Cause there are plenty of, of days out of the week where i'm i'm on i'm on, I'm on top of my game i am happy i'm 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 physically moving doing things working out yoga uh bike riding uh, hiking i i've gotten really big into hiking uh in the past year and f- for me it's it's just not seeing that as my as my hobbies not seeing it as something i'd like to do and more of like a stressor if that makes any sense like it, it's it's just me not not seeing myself in the places i want to see myself or just being stuck on my couch knowing that i want to watch the new batman but i can't watch the new batman because i just i, I can't do it I did uh, I like liked it a lot but I watched uh, it too last night, yeah. yeah we'll do a review after this show <laughs> I think I watched it last night too <laughs> oh Tuesday movie night no so uh, that's that's my experience or I, at least when I read that word in the sense of detachment disconnect that's that's how I relate to it a hundred percent just not not seeing you not feeling you in the places where you should definitely be you. And most of the time I I, I want to say I'm a very uh you know level-headed guy. I I, I in my younger years I was more uh, eccentric, yeah. you can say uh, as I've gotten older I've kind of cruised more out. Um so having having these moments is just it's kind of like it's a stall, it's stalling. It's it's just it's like being stuck in jello or muck because i like jello being stuck in muck and you just you can't get out of it and it's not you in the muck it's just a body a waste of space in the muck oof man and that's that's how it felt but not right this second i'm in a good good hearty mood today and that's why we're here to talk these things out. So when they do happen next time, I don't have to sit in it and stick in it. So moving on from our dissociative disorders or disassociation. Uh and this one I, I think happens more than not without us even knowing it. Because it's our bodies are amazing. I I really do. Love that episode of the Magic School Bus when the bus gets shrunk down into, I think his name is Charlie. I don't know. One of the kids, and they go through all the body systems. And I just, I always love it. There's actually um, a Futurama episode too, where they go into Fry's body. And I just love, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Fucking uh, shit, the the Chris Rock one. He's uh he's as Asmosis uh, as Jones. Yes, <laughs> fucking love that movie too. Man, it's it's a whole subgenre of shrinking into human bodies. Ant Man, I'm sure he does it. So this next one, <laughs> sorry my tangent. Rick and Morty did it. Yeah. Rick and Morty did it. <laughs> I'm sure, the Simpsons did it. <laughs> I know, I know. South Park did it. They they definitely up someone's ass a couple times. Um, which. Segway in gastro gastrointestinal issues. Most people are familiar with the nervous sensation or butterflies in your stomach, but GI symptoms like diarrhea, constipation, nausea can also be caused by anxiety. A growing body of research shows a powerful link between the brain and the gut, and the GI conditions like IBS may be triggered or even exacerbated, exacerbated by anxiety and stress. So for me, Growing up, I would never associate my, with my head, with my gut, but I've I've actually done a lot of, a lot of reading into this. And, uh, even your gut biome can affect how you feel and how you think it's incredible how our body communicates. And as, as it should, we've been evolving for how fucking long I'd be embarrassed now if I couldn't communicate with my gut or vice versa. But I, I, the constipation, diarrhea, nausea, uh, I, I know we said a, a little bit earlier ago with um the heartburn. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's in, it's in, I, I think nausea is the, the biggest one I get. Uh, there are moments where it just hits me out of nowhere and nothing helps except, it's un-cliche about marijuana. Uh, and it's, it's just the worst. In fact, I got this uh CBD, uh, vape pen. And I, I hate vaping, not a fan, but I got this, uh, CBD, uh, vape pen and it, it helps with the nausea and it could be a mental thing, whatever. It could all be placebo, but it's working. So I'm going to keep it doing it, but it's, it's, that's incredible. But, uh, gastrointestinal uh, issues. I also know a couple people without knowing name dropping, that's fucked up, but uh, they have experienced uh, these symptoms and have always related it to stress and anxiety and the anxiety, of course, making it worse. The constant ruminating thoughts of, especially if you're constipated, like, am I going to poop today? Is this going to happen? How much is inside of me? How much is, is like, like, it's it can be crazy where your mind goes. Um, even with, uh, with with diarrhea like um, if it happens like why why is this happening did I did I eat dirty food did I not wash my hands did someone touch me do I have E. coli like it's just it just goes
1: how, how, do you how, when, let alone how fucking horrible of an experience it can be I mean uh, the like having like a stomach bug or some just digestive issues like the pain that can cause uh, can, Yeah discomfort um yeah
0: it can be it can be uh disabling uh, to a, to an extent um and i know plenty of people in the service industry that have experienced some of these symptoms and continued serving because they were not able to go home which i just want to throw that out there thank you thank you america for keeping your workers at your job When they are asking nicely to leave. How is that not illegal? How the fuck is it illegal for me to go into CVS, steal a toothbrush, possibly get a fine, get put in jail for a second, but a boss denying you a a, 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 a way home because they have to cover their own ass. Like, I, it's just, sorry, random, random side thought there. We're going to go, we want to start talking about unions again? I I I, did, I I wanted to keep capitalism out of this episode, but it's, it, we're almost there. So we're almost, well, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how about you? I Have What have, have you experienced uh, any of these, uh, gastrotestinal uh, or, or, or correlated them?
1: Yes, but I'm mostly associated with what I eat uh, more so than psych- psychological stuff. Um, for me, for me personally, I know, but I know other people who have definitely uh, a link between stress and anxiety and their digestive.
0: Like, I yeah. even, I even know some people that it's abundantly clear that there's a link, <laughs> like their body language and many, many years of knowing them and, and conversations, but they don't link it together and they won't link it together. And it's something that you should always be open-minded to. Uh do your research, go talk to a doctor, um, look into it. The GI issues are nothing to brush under the rug and and hope they go away. If it's a consistent thing, I I, I highly recommend uh, talking to someone about it or seeking help for it. Uh, It can be very dangerous if a blockage does occur. So, uh, and an IBS can be really fucking inconvenient, especially if you work on your feet or in a small office or in close proximity with people. Uh, It can be embarrassing, which is another fucking tangent i would love to go on how body body functions have turned into like taboo and like disgusting and we we judge each other for being human it's just what are we doing guys what are we doing a fart can be funny sure it's not disgusting it's it's just yeah it doesn't mean you have to fucking enjoy it and like it but you don't have to fucking make someone aware of it and shame them for it you know it's just what, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Man, what's going on over here? You kiss, you knock it down. Oh, you, oh, yep. You, mm, mm. be kind and be conscious of your effect. That's my side note tangent. And uh, I'll give that to you for free. Uh, take that if that's for you. Uh, so, moving on, uh, and we already talked about this uh, circulation problems. Anxiety and fear can slow the blood flow and cause stress hormones like adrenaline, cause blood vessels to constrict known as shit, man. vasco, vasoconstriction. constriction. I can say it. <clears throat> and this can lead to changes in body temperature and hot flashes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've woken up in sweats. I've, my feet have gone cold and sweaty, clammy. Uh, any kind of uh, social interaction that I'm uncomfortable with, which is getting more and more and more uh, as I get older. Uh, I I never had clammy hands ever growing up or even into my early adulthood. And now I have clammy hands and clammy feet. I can feel my feet getting clammy. And these, you're, I what you said earlier, it feels like it comes out of nowhere and like, it's, it, but it it does happen, and it, it, they are totally related. Uh, research suggests long-term stress and anxiety can even increase the risk of heart disease over time. That's another little uh, tidbit I want to throw in there. How stress is like smoking cigarettes. Uh, it it stress can do so much damage to your circulation system and 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 your heart. And it's it's again, I, I feel how incredible it is that your mind can do that to the rest of your body, how it can affect your body, not just your gut, but the way your heart beats and the rhythm it beats at. And it can possibly take years off of your life. Uh, just stress alone. Uh, wh- how how about you? What do you, what do you, circulation problems? I, I noticed uh, we talked about uh, the ringing in the ears uh, not too long ago, but what do you, what do you got?
1: Um, I mean, this one's tough for me cause I'm not a doctor,
0: so I can't, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not diagnosing so anything yeah. here, but
1: well, it's not. yeah. Uh, lightheadedness uh, once in a while. Yeah. Um, for sure, uh, stress uh, will, it, it will knock years off your life. I mean, that is just, that, that is no, that has been proven. Um, and, uh, blood pressure is a big one you know so
0: yeah high blood pressure um definitely
1: and and we already now because of our our diets you know (laughs) um you know we're already cholesterol such a problem now
0: we are yeah we're already at a higher risk
1: yeah so just uh take care of yourselves and try to chill out i guess
0: no it's uh, seriously, I feel like it's an epidemic that is brushed under the rug and no one talks about because it happens over time and not over a course of a year or in a single afternoon. You know, these are the things that, that catch, you know, the media's attention that catch the attention of ourselves is when it's happening and affecting you right this second, if it's not affecting you right this second, humans disassociate with the entire fucking thing, especially in this country, you know, Heart disease is the number one killer, and there are many, 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 many causes of heart disease. And the main two are diet and stress, uh, lack of uh, exercise. Which I I don't I don't know why this isn't like talked about more or understood more, other than the fact that we just disassociate with it and brush it over our shoulders or put a flag out and all our says fuck your feelings, like. You know, you yell at each other because you don't agree with my beliefs. We all need to take a deep breath. Step back and realize none of this fucking matters. Taking that from Bill Hicks, none of this fucking matters. You're all going to die. <laughs> oh, I'm going to listen to Bill tonight. Thank you, Bill. Thank. Oh, you know what? I'm going to put a link in the bio of this to... Introduce you to Bill Hicks if you have not already heard. Uh, I did find out of uh, uh, the my main listener base is actually under 18. Uh yeah, I am a apparently more popular with Gen Z than I am with uh my own my own generation of uh the millennials. I'm not fucking millennials. There we go. Fucking millennials. That's what that's what we're called. I forgot. Uh which is cool. Uh, I would love to t- talk to the next generation. Uh, they're going to have it a lot worse than we are. And I apologize for that. It's not your fault. Don't hate yourselves. Um, we will get through this together, I promise. <laughs> but I will die first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I promise not. that. <laughs> Hopefully, before the, the world
1: yeah. uh, burns. <laughs> uh, sorry about everything. Yeah. Uh,
0: and uh... I didn't mean to. <laughs> But it happened. I didn't mean to sign up for Facebook when it came out. It just happened. Yeah, <laughs> and now you're controlled by it. I apologize. And Disney. So, <laughs> uh, and thank you, guys.
1: I didn't. I voted for Obama. You got to understand. <laughs> it, it felt. It felt different. It felt. It really did feel like hope and change. You know.
0: Yeah. You no. Know, it go on a quick uh, again side note here. Uh, I, I watched a Gen X. Uh, thing the other day uh, a guy talking about uh, generation x and how like their whole demeanor as a generation was like "Ah, we don't give a fuck you know like whatever but the millennials grew up with you know uh, the prosperity in the 90s and then we hit that roadblock of terrorism after the 90s and then terrorism followed us up into our adulthood and we just saw the corruption and Dismemberment of the world, and we came from such a beautiful childhood of of Nickelodeon. Hey, Arnold, Doug, and the reality wasn't so. We were lied to our entire lives, given participation trophies, and then yelled at for taking the participation trophies from the people that gave us said <laughs> trophies. And I just—it gets really confusing. <laughs> so, uh, hey. We're all in this spinning dirt rock together, and we ain't going nowhere except Bezos. And you know what? <laughs> he, he can go. I am. I support. I support the space race for them to leave. Go. You're good. You. I'm not jealous. I don't hate you. I leave. Yeah. Just leave. You know, William Shatner went up into space. Uh, Blue Origin. You know, he's like 91. I watched Ooh. an interview with him. He is still quick as he was when he was sixty-five. I say <laughs> it is, and I—I'm I, a huge Star Trek fan. It's just really cool seeing like a ninety-one-year-old just like pump it out the way he, he's by ninety, but the the way he just like he's very still quick, and he went he went to space. It's just like kind of think he's a robot now, or like he has like the the one ring in his pocket. Something something's going on. But,
1: um. <laughs> William Shatner
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Good for him. Whatever he's doing, I'm gonna look yeah, into it. Go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat that chicken noodle Adreni- soup. Adrenico-
1: <laughs> adrenochrome, whatever. Is that
0: what it is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever it is. Good for him. Good
0: for him. Uh uh this one, uh, let's uh so there's two more uh, real quick. Um, that's going to go over. Uh jaw pain. Uh I said earlier, uh, grinding my teeth Yeah. Uh, in, in in sleep. Yeah. Uh, I've grind my teeth uh, for tension reasons. Um, I'm positive my whole fucking family does it. I can see it when one of my brothers does it. But yeah, I find myself uh, clenching. Not, not really grinding, we're clenching, mm-hmm. uh, especially in, in moments of high stress. Uh, and again, most of my anxiety stems from social encounters, uh, throughout the pandemic, I went from a very, very sociable social life, uh, at work out every night, you know, and it turned into not going out and that was, it was cool for a while. And then like a year happened and I kind of got stuck in that comfort zone of, of the room and another year went by and the pandemic still didn't go away and then now i find myself almost crippled to meet up with people to go get a drink to go to like open mic night just 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 to just to go do something in this town and even going to like Wegmans the grocery store down the street <laughs> i have one time walked there it's not that far but i walked there only to walk around the building and walk back home <laughs> i can't do this <laughs> and the whole time i'm clenching my teeth uh which i i i do want to stop this i think i'm gonna get a because i don't know if i'm doing it now at, at, at night and i have woken up a couple of times this, this month in that familiar like <sighs> so i might get a night guard night uh teeth guard. Uh, to, yep. wear. Car, uh, to wear mouth um, guard. Thank you. To wear. Anxiety can cause you to inadvertently grind your teeth, also known as bruxism, or clench your or your jaw clench while you're asleep or awake. This can cause symptoms of TMJ disorder, including jaw pain, joint clicking, facial pain. Many people aren't aware they grind their teeth at night. <laughs> Get out of my head. Your dentist can examine your mouth for signs of bruxism and suggest solutions for protecting your teeth, like wearing a night guard. What the fuck? Sounds weird. It's kind of weird reading that. I'm a dissociation right now. Is this real? Oh uh, anyway. Um, my dentist hasn't told me anything, so uh, now I'm now gonna question him. Like, yeah, man. Am I grinding my teeth? Be honest. Be fucking honest. What's going on? Uh good news. I went to the dentist. Uh, Like two months ago, not not one cavity. Nice. Yeah, I did. I didn't go to to the dentist for like fifteen years. There was a long gap of no dentist for me, and it it, my mouth became a sore source of my anxiety as well. I was so ashamed of it. I was so ashamed of my teeth, and that it goes into like caring what, what people think of me which when I was younger, I, I, I like to believe I, I didn't really care that much. I just hated awkward interactions or uh, confrontational interactions. And then into my, my, my later adulthood here, it's like outward appearances that I'm afraid of, you know, and it's, it's so it's just, it's, it's nuts for me to, to, to try and explain and, and and talk about how simple things like walking down the street on the same side of the street that someone else is on and panicking as I'm walking up to them. Like it's a stranger. I don't have to talk to them. I don't have to look at them. I don't have to, I, I just keep my head down and keep walking. But like, it's, it's like the mile, it's like a mile of intensity. It's like, Oh my God, what's going to, like nothing's gonna happen, Sean. Walk by and you're fine. Especially if I'm if I'm walking a dog, it's like someone else has a dog <laughs> and they're walking towards me. I have to find a different way to go. <laughs> it's in. It's. I, I don't want to say it's insane because I don't want to uh, stigmatize it. But like it's it's incredible how these things develop over time. Uh, you didn't say you 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 grinded your teeth, did you?
1: No, I do. I do. Well, clench. I think more. You're more it. of
0: a cl- more of a clencher. Yeah. Um, uh, when when does it happen for you? Or is it like, do you note? Does it something incite it, or do you notice it happening?
1: Once in a while, I'll notice. I'll notice. Uh, wake up. I'll wake up, and I'll just feel my, the a little. You know that tightness in my jaw, and I'm like, okay, I I know what that is, or a, the soreness or the tightness in my jaw. Um, but for the most part, it's, I've needed, it's because other, you know, someone I'm sleeping with tells me, um, because it makes noise usually, you know, if you're clenching or grinding, yeah, yeah. You know, the,
0: oh yeah, loud. I, I,
1: yeah. So
0: I, I also had a, a partner, uh, back in the day that I heard it. And I really hope I don't sound like that. So I'm, I'm going to look into a night guard and and go from there. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my dentist. I'm like, hey, man, am I doing this? Or am I just overthinking this? And I overthink a lot. So I'm going to take that path right now and tune it out with the last one on this list. And this is one that I find fascinating but it ties into the one oh, well, that we already said uh, shortness of breath and yawning shortness of breath and the chronic dyspena dyspena can cause can be caused by anxiety research suggests that this is a lead this can, this can lead to labored breathing sighing or even yawning as you try and fill your lungs, excessive yawning can also be a side effect of medications that you're prescribed for anxiety, like SSRIs. Yawning happens to me a lot. I don't think I'm, I'm a real shortness of breath. Um, I, I can't recollect that right this second, but yawning for sure. And again, it's usually it's in a social setting or when I'm, when I'm, when, when I'm about to go into a social setting. I get like a couple chronic yawns and I'm not tired. I, I, you know, I'm middle of the day, I'm wide awake, you know, and I'm not trying to signal to somebody because that I'm relaxed. Uh, Yawning is, uh, yawning actually still really isn't understood why humans do it. But I think it's, it's a way to mentally communicate with others and to let your body know that you're in a relaxed state except when it comes from anxiety it's not the same kind of yawn because a a tired yawn or a relaxed yawn is like a relief it feels good yeah uh the anxiety yawn is like oh i gotta do it again
1: (laughs) (laughs) your body's trying to get more oxygen it's like i need more i need more is
0: that what it is it's your body once your body is looking for more oxygen
1: i think so um so there was a period of a couple year long period in my life where I was having really bad, uh, like co- consistent panic attacks, like multiple times a week. Um, really, really hardcore panic attacks. Uh, this was associated with that heartburn I was talking about, right? You know, oh, yeah. having it for the first time in my life. Um, uh, during this period, I was constantly I felt uh, short of breath. Like I just couldn't cap. Like I just couldn't get a good deep breath, or I or I I eventually could. Then three or four breaths later, I started feeling like it was shallow again. Yeah, and I couldn't get that good deep breath. And so I would start. So I along with this, I would try to yawn a lot because I think my body was reacting to this by being like, "All right, well, we need to get this air. You know, we're not getting the air we want." So let's try to yawn to get the most air, you know, your oxygen
0: uh, levels back up, you know, your blood, blood oxygen levels. I'm back not up.
1: even, I don't, I'm not convinced that my oxygen levels were low. I think again, it's anxiety. It's a stress
0: response. It's a stress response. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's, uh, I never really thought of it as your body wanting more air? I, I, I guess I don't know what I correlated it with, but I know that sensation of the yawn and it, it's not a relieving yawn. And it's just like, you're doing it. Uh, I noticed people sigh uh, a lot. Uh, I was, I was actually uh, working with a guy once who was like sitting down, constantly sighing next to me. And I was like, is there something I'm doing? Like, (laughs) no, 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 seriously. It it was like, like, like we were working together, like, like we were building a, a project and, I was like, is, am I doing this completely wrong? Like what's, cause that's what he, that's what the, that's what he was signaling to me that he was just like annoyed. Yeah. yeah like, Oh, so I was like, so I, and, and it went on for like, you know, me, it's, I didn't address it cause I hate confrontation. So it went on for like 40 minutes to an hour and a half. And I'm like, I finally said something like, is, am I doing something? And he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, you can do it and be unaware of it. I, I I've totally been, uh, yawning and, and, you know, been unaware of w- the level of my anxiety is at, uh, which is another thing that, yeah you, know, you know, I guess that goes back into dissociation that I'm showing symptoms, but I'm convincing myself or just not paying attention to the symptoms where they're almost invisible. Uh, so that, I, 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 I have totally been through that before. And I, I think the yawning goes back to circulation problems too. If uh, if you're looking for the oxygen, or not getting enough oxygen. So uh, it, correlations, you know, or maybe your stomach is telling you that you're not eating well, which is causing you anxiety, which is telling your brain to breathe more, which is slowing down your circulation. Holy shit. We are all a connected web of emotions.
1: Wow, Neil deGrasse Tyson said it, man.
0: So I, 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 and I want to thank you again, Ken, um, for helping encourage me to to reach out and 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 start the process of getting help. And you know, I'm not even like in I, again. I I I can't tell my parents yet because I'm not I'm not there yet. But I'm not, I don't feel embarrassed about it or like it's, it's a, like I should be looked, I should, you know, cause there was a time in my life where I'm like, especially when I was younger and, and completely fucking ignorant where I thought therapy was a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of bullshit and I'm really arrogant about it. And I would, I'd be loud about it, uh, especially when people didn't ask for my opinion and I would share it with them, which I recommend you not doing uh, if, if you find yourself doing that because uh, you can have a real bad effect on somebody or a negative effect on somebody which can follow them for a long time. We simply do not live in anyone else's heads and we do not know what we are doing there, nor should you sit there and, and ruminate over it, what you are doing, but just be aware of it and be kind and be we all got to be more patient. And I, I know it's so fucking hard with the world at my fingertips in my pocket, giving me notifications about everything that's always going on. And it's always something horrible. I know it's, it's, it's very hard, but we, we can sit back and disconnect for a minute and just be fucking nice to each other. Um, can you have any, any final thoughts for this?
1: I mean, everything you just said is perfect. Um, I want to reiterate how happy I am that you have taken this step. Thank Um, you. And yeah, I urge anyone listening, you know, if you have some kind of uh, like sort of prejudice or predisposition against therapy, against talking to someone, um, maybe just think about it. Talk to some people who do it. Uh, it
0: if it's, it, if, if it's affecting your daily life, yeah. that's when you that's, that that's your red flag. You know, it's okay to, to to talk about it before then too. Don't wait for it to be affecting your life. But when it's, when it's affecting your daily life, like your commute to work, you got to talk about it. You got to do something about it. And you don't do what I did as a kid or as a teenager. And and drown it out with drugs or, or running around. That's, it feels good in the beginning. It's an escape in the beginning. And then it just becomes a fucking world of hell and trauma and regret that you don't, you don't need, no one needs that. I don't wish on anybody. And there's a lot of people out there that, you know what, you might want to say deserve it, but I still don't. It's just, when should you see someone when it's affecting your life? And that's that's a happy note I want to leave on. All right. Kevin, okay, I had a blast tonight. Thank you so much for taking this trip with me, this journey. Uh, I want to keep doing this. Um, I, I, I have a couple other ideas I want, I want to bring up. Uh, we didn't even get to the capitalism part. Uh, I had a whole other capitalism part of why capitalism causes anxiety. But I'm going to let your imagination figure that out one for yourself. Fuck you, pay me now. But everyone, thank you for being here. Thank you. If you've made it this far through this episode, I want you please to email me at afthepodcast at gmail.com. I got a special gift for you. I got a couple clips. I got some other goodies secret until you reach out. Okay. I don't, I don't want to give it away, but if you email me, I will respond in a timely manner. If you also want to reach out and talk, I I listen, I'm not overwhelmed by people reaching out to me. And I want to be overwhelmed. Overwhelm me. Let's make this, let's take this journey and this step together. Uh not in a Russell Brand way. Um uh, I think he's becoming a little scary, but I I I want to be a better uh, I want to have more of an impact and I, I want to help. Whoever I can. And I've gotten a couple of you to reach out and I, I, you know, you know who you are and thank you. So, Ketum, no, thank you. It's always a blast here. I'm always uh, relaxed and you're always easy to talk to. Uh, I feel like it's a judgment-free zone, which amongst friends is a judgment-free zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, that's my new, my new, uh, my new new thing I'm going to do. I got a couple of funny episodes coming up. A couple of episodes, but um, I have a weird episode, kind of a trippy episode. It's a bunch of my outtakes that I edited together, and with music that I made in between each outtake, and it's like an acid trip. And I'm really excited to share it with you because uh, it's, it's there's no point to it. It's just chaos, but it's a lot of fun to listen to. And I want to I want to get feedback on that. So again, uh, message me, email me, we'll talk. I got a Patreon. I'm on Acast. Find me. We'll do this. Kenem. thank you. We'll do this again probably in a week or so. Sounds good, man. Until next time, everyone have a good night. Just be kind. We're all humans. Simply trying to be.